For the time will come where they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers and they will turn their ears away from the truth and they will be turned aside to fables. Let me tell you a fable that has tickled the ears of many for a number of years in American culture. The basic moral of the story is that elections and politics are going to fix everything. That that is going to be the fix for all of the issues that we face. And if you believe this, this fable, then you are probably a convert, maybe a recent convert to the new American religion of politics. Haven't heard of the religion of politics. It has, it's gained a lot of converts over the last decade and a half. And it may be one of the fastest growing religions in America today. And it has really big evangelists. Uh, a lot of well-platformed preachers and teachers that are promulgating the, the theology of the new American religion of politics. They, they spread their theological positions on social media and on cable news. And it really doesn't matter which denomination of the political religion you're affiliated with. You might be a part of the right, or you might be a part of the left. You might be a social conservative. You might consider yourself a traditional liberal, or maybe you would consider yourself a woke progressive. From all sides, the basic tenet of the political religion of America is that politics and politicians, they're ultimately going to fix everything, all of the problems. And I hate to break it to you, it's not gonna work. Now, first, I, I wanna make very, very clear that I'm not saying that you shouldn't vote. I think that you should vote. And if you are one that is traditionally religious, that is, you have been a churchgoer, uh, you have been a Christian, then you should have one of these in your hand when you're going to vote, and you should have this in the other hand when you go to vote, that you should make sure that your vote on the topics aligns with what this has to say in principle, the scripture, what it teaches. It, it, they need to align. This needs to conform to what you believe in your faith. But the challenge is that a lot of Bible believers in 21st century American culture are being drawn toward this ideology that says that politics and politicians are going to fix everything. And it's just not. That, that's not ultimately going to be the answer. Yes, you should vote. And yes, you should make sure that your vote aligns with the principles of Scripture and not just the politics of a certain individual or a certain party. But ultimately, politics is not going to be the answer. We're less than a month away from a huge election, one that people are saying is the most important election of our lifetimes. And I, I've heard that quite a few times in the last 20 years since I started voting. And it is very likely a very important 
political season and a very important election, but it's not going to fix the problems. You know, a lot of times people look at the elections and when they are done and the dust settles on November 4th, people look at this and go, well, now the nation is gonna change in such a huge way. And in many respects, I think that elections are more a barometer showing us what the climate really is already like in our country than they are a thermostat affecting and changing everything. They will change things, absolutely, but they give us a snapshot, a picture of where we are actually at. And we may not like where we're actually at when we see everything settle on November 4th, but we should remember that it's just telling us where things are at that moment. So do I think that politics are the answer and that they're going to fix everything? I don't. So the question obviously needs to be what then is the answer. Well, right after Paul talks about people being drawn away to fables, he says in this passage, preach the word, be ready in season and out of season, convince, rebuke, and exhort with all long suffering and teaching. He actually says that just before he talks about being drawn away to fables, but preach the word, the scriptures, not the politics, the scriptures. Preach the word. Be ready at all times to use the scriptures to convince people. That means you need to have a dialogue with them. You need to be able to articulate your position in a compelling way that is persuasive. Not just bludgeon them with the Bible or beat them over the head with the Bible, but to convince, rebuke, and exhort with all patience, long-suffering, and teaching. But understand, if you make a commitment to do that, and I think that you should, especially if you're a person of faith who is a part of the church of Jesus Christ, if you make a commitment to do what the scriptures say there in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 2, then you need to pay careful attention to 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 5, which says, Be watchful in all things and endure afflictions. More and more, if you are going to share the good news of the scriptures, the good news of the gospel, and you're going to convince, rebuke, and exhort with all patience and teaching the, the word of Scripture, then you may have to endure afflictions. But ultimately, true hope and change won't be found in politics. True hope and change and transformation of individuals and cultures is going to happen through the gospel. And that's something that we really need to be thinking about an awful lot as we drink our coffee. I hope you'll do that today, this week, and over the next several weeks as we approach November 3rd. We'll see you next time.